0: I'm E.G. Marshall. An honest man, we are told, is the noblest work of God, assuredly. And there are times, unfortunately, when it appears as if he is also the rarest. Honesty, sincerity, loyalty. Why do we call them simple virtues? These
1: days they appear to be so complicated. Uh, What kind of a job did you have in mind? Well, I'm a first-class confidence operator and an all-around hustler. I can use a gun, but, hey, I think that's for suckers. Hold it. I-, I thought you said you wanted to change your way of life. I do. I'm sick of Penny any swindlers. I'm looking for something big. That's why I came to you.
0: Drama Willy and Dilly was written especially for the mystery theater by Sam Dan and stars Fred Gwynn. It is sponsored in part by Contact, the 12 hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. In God we trust, all others pay cash the sign we read in so many commercial establishments and yet no matter how cynical skeptical or worldly wise we are the fact is our social order is based on absolute trust aren't we constantly placing our lives our health our fortunes into the hands of airplane pilots cab drivers lawyers bankers automobile mechanics Like it or not, we are destined to be our brother's keeper, just as he is required to be ours. You're going to meet Mr. Harrison Dillard Wentworth, and Mr. Wentworth is every bit as imposing as his name. Fifty-five years old, he is tall, white-haired, and handsome. You feel instinctively that he is just the man to handle your
1: money. Won't you have a chair, Mrs. Zurich? That's pronounced Zurich. It's in the Swiss city. Oh, I see. Uh, are you Swiss?
2: No. Zurich was the name of my late husband's stepfather.
1: Ah. Uh, how may I serve you, Mrs. Zurich?
2: I realize this is a very big firm and that many of your clients are millionaires.
1: Are you also a millionaire, Mrs. Zurich? Or should I say millionaires?
2: <laughs> Neither one. I'm afraid I'm not even rich. Yes? I'm a widow. A very recent
1: widow. Oh, my sympathy.
2: I only have a few thousand dollars. A few? To you, it would be a few. Five, to be exact. Oh. Yes. I know exactly what that O means. Well,
1: Mrs. Zurich...
2: It means what right do I have to take up the time of Harrison Dillard Wentworth himself? Five thousand dollars that's hardly worth the attention of the smallest bride in the outermost office. Yes, now that I sit here and think about it, I realize how foolish I must seem to you and how unimportant.
1: Mrs. Zurich, all of our clients are important.
2: But I also need financial advice. To me, $5,000 is a fortune. Of course. And I am an important person to myself. My needs are real and urgent. I want the best.
1: I understand.
2: I wonder if you do. You're a top man in the field. You deal in astronomical figures, I suppose. Now, how could you possibly understand a person like me,
1: yeah. Mrs. Rick, permit me to inform you that I shall personally supervise your account.
2: What? It... <laughs> You've made me feel. I. Oh, no! What am I going to do? Cry? No, Mrs. Zurich. I can't help it. I'm so happy. This is the first nice thing that's happened to me since Ogden died. Uh, Ogden? Mm, my late husband. I know very little about money, but he knew even less. Poor Ogden Zurich. He was just a sweet, kindly dreamer. Mm.
1: I shall prepare a modest, interesting portfolio.
2: And safe. It must be safe. That's why I demanded to see you and no one else. This money is all I have in the world. Perhaps it secure with you. Shall I write a check?
1: Uh, there are papers to be drawn up first.
2: Oh, please do it.
1: And we should talk about various possibilities.
2: No, don't say that.
1: I'm... I'm sorry, did I...
2: No, Forgive me. I had no right to flare up like that. But all my life I have been involved with men who like to talk. Ineffectual men who used conversation as a distraction for their inability to amount to anything. Here, for the first time, I feel I am in competent, capable hands.
1: I hope to be worthy of your trust. Excuse me. But it means our lunch date is off. Call Rosario and cancel my. T- no. Uh, never mind. Uh, Mrs. Zurich. Yes. I hope you're free for lunch.
2: Oh, you don't have to feel that you... But
1: I do. I always take my important clients to lunch. Mm. Besides, we're about to begin an extremely intimate—that uh, is, <laughs> confidential—relationship. Oh. I must know all about you, what your goals are, and so forth, if I am to invest your money prudently.
2: Prudently? Mm. I like the sound of that. I never knew a man before who actually fought in the first terms. Do you believe in fate? But doesn't everyone?
1: Well, you see, I had a lunch date scheduled with a Mr. Jonathan Simpkins, a very wealthy gentleman. He's every bit of 60. Yet he's. What's left of his hair down to his shoulders, dresses in jeans, and rides a motorcycle.
3: good for him?
1: <laughs> He'll be in the hospital for at least a month. Oh. It was ordained. He was destined to run into that truck, so that you and I could have lunch today.
2: Oh, I'm sorry to be the cause of Mr. Simpkins' accident. Uh, how are you? this in the movies. Don't oh, think I am actually lunching in a place like this. Oh, do you know what I feel like? Oh champagne. Ah, let me order some. Oh no, no, that's not what I meant. I don't feel like having champagne. I feel like champagne. When you look into the glass and you see it fizzing and bubbling, that's me.
1: Your eyes are glowing. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I want to thank
2: you. you Thank
1: like me. Why? You have just taught me a lesson.
2: What kind of lesson could I possibly teach you?
1: A lesson in how to live. You know, I've forgotten something very important. How to extract joy from the moment. <laughs> I lunch here quite often, and I've been taking it just as a matter of course. If you'll pardon the pun. It's become just another eating place where food is merely an adjunct to a business conversation. reminded me why I came here the very first time. For the decor, the magnificent cuisine. You do enjoy things, don't you?
2: Oh, yes. When I get the chance...
1: Somehow I feel you didn't get too many chances in your lifetime, Mrs. Zurich. (laughs) Mrs. Zurich, I I don't even know your first name.
2: Oh, Wilhelmina. But my friends call me Willie. Oh, no.
1: No? It's... This is rapidly becoming a day of the most fantastic surprises. Do you know what my friends call
2: me? I can't imagine. Dilly. Oh, I don't believe it. It's true. Dilly, a man of your stature and dignity? Who would dare?
1: My name is Harrison Dillard Wentworth. But for some reason, no one ever wanted to call me Harrison. Or even Harry. Everyone preferred the name Dillard which soon became Dilly.
2: Dilly. Now that I say it again, it does seem to suit you somehow.
1: <laughs> so here we are. Willie and Dilly. <laughs> really, now, that, that, this has to be fate.
2: Apartment.
1: Oh, tell me. Tell me, how did it go?
2: How did it go? I'm back in school and I come home to the sorority house from a date.
1: How does it happen? You can never give a person a straight answer.
2: How did it go? The answer to that question is I made him. I knew it. I had him the minute I walked
1: into his office. You no, know, I figured you would. Hey, did you use the widow angle?
2: Well, if I read the signs set me up in my very own little apartment.
1: Oh, that's great. (laughs) That's
2: great, huh? Why are we doing this?
1: I told you, to make a million dollars, maybe more.
2: I don't see it. Oh, yes, I can get him to spend some money on me, but nowhere near a million. And uh, where do you come in?
1: Don't worry about a thing.
2: Blackmail? You think he'd come up with a million just to keep his wife from finding out? I don't.
1: I told you. Don't worry about it. Or
2: do you think the scandal would ruin him with his old-time conservative blue-chip
1: customers? (laughs) You're not even warm, Willie. Oh, yes, I am.
2: Warm, vibrant, vital, alive. Uh, I am quoting Mr. Harrison Dillard Wentworth, also known as Dilly.
1: Yeah, will you just keep heating up, Mr. Harrison Dillard Wentworth? And I'll let you know when to take him out of the oven.
2: Oh, why can't you tell me what the angle is?
1: Isn't it better this way? All you have to do is concentrate on the job at hand. Uh, More coffee, dear? Uh, No, thank you, darling. Oh,
2: that's right. You've decided to cut down.
1: (laughs) Sorry I tempted you. Uh, Actually, I don't have time. I must return to the office.
2: Billy, you haven't worked nights in years.
1: My dear, the heat is on. Uh, these are volatile times. Who knows where the economy is headed? Yes, that's true. And there's so much information to digest. We simply don't have the time to do it uh, during the
2: day. But is it necessary for the boss to go in at night?
1: It's when the boss comes back at night that everyone starts to take things seriously. Oh,
2: you poor darling. Uh...
1: I hope you didn't have anything planned.
2: No, I didn't. But you did. Didn't you say Frank Miller was going to stop by for a chat?
1: That's right. He's in town for a while, and thoughtlessly I had asked him to drop in for a drink. He's such a bore. Always moralizing about something.
2: Frank is one of your oldest friends.
1: Actually, we've outgrown each other. Only Frank doesn't realize it. I hate to hurt his feelings. Well, I could give him a drink. Would you, dear? I know. He's dreadfully dull.
2: Well, I'll manage to get through the evening somehow. Will you be late?
1: I don't know. Um, I hope not. But don't wait up for me.
2: Frank. Uh, Good evening, Louisa. Why don't you come in?
1: Yes, thank you. Uh,
2: until he isn't home. He's been so busy lately. He had to go down
1: to the office. Oh? I can offer you a drink. Well, the reason I stopped by was because I wanted some advice. Why don't you call him? No, oh, no. I I don't want to bother him. It shouldn't be a bother. No, it, uh, it can wait till tomorrow. Now, how about that drink? Although, uh, I'm on a morning flight to Chicago and I... I should speak with Dilly about this first.
2: By all means, I'll get him on the phone.
1: Are you... Are you sure that it's no trouble?
2: Well, actually, I'm glad of an excuse to call. Why? Uh, Do you want
1: to check up on him?
2: (laughs) What an idea, Dilly. He has no time for other women. Why, he hardly has enough time for me. Poor dear, he does put in long hours. But... You know what he always says. The first part of your life, you work hard to make your money. The second part, you work even harder to keep it. Even so, this working late is a bad habit that you be nipped in the bud. Now, that's, that's odd. Oh, what is? Well, I wonder, did I dial the right number?
1: Oh, I'm sure I did. Well, did he tell you definitely he was going to the office?
2: Well, now that you mention it, what he said was he he might stop by at the office. Oh,
1: oh. Yes,
2: he's he's probably out with a client.
1: Well, yes, I'm
2: sure he is. He's probably on his way home right now?
1: Uh, Of course.
2: Frank! What am I going to do?
0: Whatever it is she's going to do, she isn't going to do it until the second act. So far, it has been our purpose to introduce a roster of characters, mix them and watch them, and see what fireworks we can ignite. You must admit we have some highly combustible materials. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. I have been faithful to thee, Sinera, in my fashion. Yes, trust a poet to justify his roving eye with such a prettily turned phrase. But has he touched a universal nerve here? Is there such a thing as complete and absolute and unwavering faithfulness? Or is each of us faithful in his or her own fashion? Well, you know what Professor Einstein said,
1: everything is relative. Well, Frank, sit down. Uh, yes, um, thank you, Dilly. Sorry I missed you that night last week. Well, I uh, <coughs> I wonder how to go about this. Uh, go about what? Well, I might as well just dive in. What's her name, Dilly? Uh, whose name? The girl you're having an affair with. Now, see here, Frank, you have no right, right I, to... Come. I'm your oldest friend. I have every right This is the most ridiculous accusation You weren't at the office that night Louisa called you uh, She called, why? Because I wanted to speak with you And there was no answer uh, Does she uh, suspect? Well, she doesn't want to Well, Lily uh, What are you going to do about it? What am I going to do? I say cut it short Well, let it end right now. Listen, Frank. Stay home. Be with her. And after a while, Louisa will believe that all her suspicions are groundless. Because that's what she wants to believe. Now give up this woman, whoever she is. I can't. You have to. Frank, I'm 25 years old all over again. Now that's nonsense. Don't say that. This girl makes me feel like a boy. Oh, sure. I'm enjoying life. All of life. Come on. I have young ideas. Uh, young reactions to things. You and I, Frank, w- we've become old and stodgy and set in our ways. You should get yourself someone, too. <laughs> Be surprised what a new outlook on life it gives you. Well, what about Louisa? Louisa? But still love her. What a question. Of course. What does one thing have to do with another? Oh, why does a thing like this end? Well, why should I think about that now? I'm only at the beginning. Hi, baby. You're late? Well, I had some loose ends to tie up.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: such as? Hey, you'll know everything in due time.
2: I think due time has arrived.
1: It's close, Willie, honey close.
2: Well, I hope so. Because Mr. Harrison Dillard Wentworth is beginning to bore me. (sighs) Norman, what is it we stand to make out of him? And don't tell me a million bucks, because I heard that one before.
1: Yeah, but it's
2: true. How?
1: We're going to help him
2: steal. Steal? He's going to steal? Right. Well, whatever you want to say about Dilly Wentworth, he is not a crook. You are Wrong. Norman, this
1: man has a reputation as ethical as any. I but... say he's a crook. Well,
2: everybody thinks he's absolutely on the level.
1: Everybody's wrong. Oh,
2: I see. Everybody's wrong but
1: you. <laughs> Harrison Dillard Wentworth is a man who can't be trusted. Mm-hmm.
2: And where's your proof?
1: You are my proof. Me? Uh, tell me, can Harrison Dillard Wentworth's wife trust him? I mean, should she? Well, uh... so if she can't. Who else can? It's not the same thing. Oh, why not? A guy can be trusted, or he can't be trusted. If he can be trusted, anybody can trust him all the way. If not, it's just the question of the right girl, the right deal.
2: But there's never been a hint of him ever cheating on any of his clients.
1: (laughs) To me, that means he's never been caught.
2: And what do you think you can get him to steal?
1: (laughs) Oh, some securities. Negotiable securities. At least a million dollars worth.
2: Okay, okay, Normie. Let's say you're right. He's a crook, and he would steal the securities. And why does he need us? Why doesn't he just steal them
3: himself?
1: Look, <laughs> if he just puts the stuff in his pocket and walks out, he has to keep walking until he gets to a place uh, somewhere in this world where there's no extradition treaty with the U. S. Such places are. Usually very rural and very dull. And not all Mr. Wentworth's idea of a good time. However, let us assume that the stuff is stolen from him. Do you see? Oh. Then he's in the clear. His hands are clean.
2: You think he would listen to such a proposition?
1: He'd be all ears.
2: If you're right about him, it sounds like a great idea.
1: I am, and it is. (laughs) Now let me tell you how we're going to work it. It's a lovely day, isn't it, dear? What is so rare as a day in June? Mm -hmm. Uh, How does the rest of it go? I'm not sure. But this is
2: a rare Saturday. I have you home with me. Unless, of course, something happens to come up.
1: Darling. I've been neglecting you shamefully lately,
2: haven't I? I'm not complaining.
1: No. You're too good a sport for that.
2: I realize that what you're doing is absolutely necessary.
1: I may be overdoing it. Uh, After all, I'm not getting any younger. You don't look
2: very much older.
1: (laughs) Did you have anything planned for today?
2: No, not really.
1: Do you mind if we don't go anywhere?
2: Of course not.
1: I'm just a bit tired... I'd just sort of like to sit around and relax. Uh Uh-oh. I'll make short work of it. Hello? Please, darling. Ah,
3: yes. I love you. Oh, well, yes. I'm so lonesome.
1: Yes, I can understand that. I could die. I want to see you. I don't think so. I have to see you. I don't see how. I'm not sure I can. Oh, it's such a lovely day. You know
2: what I want to do? I
1: want to go to the track. That's a rather difficult... I want you to take me. I understand. We
2: could have such fun. And afterwards...
1: Maybe we could arrange it for another time. You
2: mean you let me go by myself?
1: Tom, I really appreciate this, and I won't let you down. Where are you now? Goodbye, Tom. That was uh, Tom Wesley. I don't know if you met him. We uh, played squash at the club.
3: Oh.
1: He's been trying to get me together with a fellow from England who's got all sorts of money to invest. Man's going back tonight, and Tom thought it would be a good idea if he met me
2: first. Well, I, I suppose it's important.
1: Yes, it is. I really don't want to go. I'll. Uh, cut it as short as I can.
2: And that's another loser. Oh, well. Lucky in love. Do you love me? Of course I love you. You know,
1: the minute you walked into my office, I knew you were the one I was looking for.
2: Oh, you admit you were looking.
1: Well, well, yes. uh, Louisa is a good woman in many ways, but... uh,
2: You look around for someone else to sort of liven things
1: up? None of the others ever meant anything to me.
2: Is that what you told each of them?
1: No. After a while, I told each of them goodbye. And
2: after a while, you'll say goodbye to me, too. No.
1: I never want to say goodbye to
2: you. What do you want to say to me?
1: I want to buy you an apartment. A lovely, luxurious apartment. Hmm.
2: Is this a proposal? Uh,
1: I can't divorce my wife. Why not? I don't believe in it.
2: If she finds out, she'll divorce you.
1: Uh, In the first place, she won't find out.
2: How can you be sure? Mm,
1: Because she doesn't really want to find out.
2: Hmm. And what's the second place?
1: She can't divorce me. The basic facts of life. She has no money of her own.
2: Really? Didn't the papers say you married an heiress?
1: Mm, She did come into some money when we were married. She gave it to me to go into business.
2: How much money?
1: About a million dollars.
2: And you never gave it back to her? No. Why not?
1: She never asked me. Suppose she does ask you. She can ask, but there's no paper anywhere to prove it was a loan. She just gave you the million. What could she do? She loved me. And
2: now she's stuck.
1: You uh, could say that.
2: Tilly. Now I really know why they call you Tilly.
1: Hello there, Willie. Uh, tell me who you like in the next race. Hey, what's the matter, Willie? Don't you know me? Do you know this person, Willie?
2: I never saw him before in my life. <laughs>
1: That's a laugh, uh, sir. Uh, please, you're annoying this lady. Well, that's another laugh. <laughs> well, you're giving me a choice. I can either ask that police officer to come over here, or I can handle you myself. Oh, that'll look great in the papers, even greater on the eleven o'clock news. Broker gets into fistfight over woman at the racetrack. Uh, just what are you after? <laughs> well, notice all the neat little time bombs in that headline, woman. Race track. I'll ask you again. What do you want? What do I want? Don't listen to him. I want maybe a little human warmth. Maybe a hello. Maybe even a little kiss from my own sister. That's what I want. Willie, uh, is this person your brother? <laughs> if she's my sister, I have to be her brother.
2: Don't you let me alone? Do you always have to ruin things for me?
1: Is that a way to talk to a brother who you haven't seen in ten years?
2: And why haven't I seen you in ten years? Because you've been in jail.
1: Oh, Willie, dear, we can't have a scene.
2: That's why he's here. Unless you give him money.
1: How can you say that about your own brother?
2: You're no good. You never were. And you'll never be worth anything. You're just a cook.
1: Oh, that's behind me. Oh, sure. From now on, things are going to be different. I heard that before. Oh, I mean it. I really mean it. I had ten years to learn my lesson. I don't want to go through that again.
2: I don't believe a word you're saying.
1: I'm still your brother.
2: All right, Normie. How much do you want this time?
1: I don't want money. I want a chance.
2: To do what?
1: No, no, dear. He does seem sincere enough.
2: You don't know
1: him like I do. Well, give me a break, will you? All right, I will. Uh,. Come up to my office first thing tomorrow morning. Don't
2: start anything. Just give him a couple of dollars and you'll get rid of him.
1: Please, Willie, I'm a changed person. Don't you believe me? No. Well, I do. Don't. My dear, I am an excellent judge of character. I have faith in this man.
0: proceeding apace. Our little web has been spun, and our spider steps aside temporarily to allow the fly to enter. However, who is the spider, and who is the fly? This shall be unraveled in Act Three shortly.
2: No one cooks but me, (laughs) so no one's in the kitchen. No one sees the package.
0: Mrs. Donna Doinek talks about buying food that's sure to please her family.
2: When I buy Kraft macaroni and cheese, I know that uh, it's something that we're going to be satisfied with. My family doesn't know what I put on the table. I mean, they see it in the bowl, and they see it on their plate, and the only way they tell the difference is when they put it in their mouth. It just so happens that uh, they've always been satisfied with Kraft.
0: Kraft macaroni and cheese dinner. You know they're going to like it. Maxwell
3: House is coffee you can count on. Maxwell House, good to the last job. Maxwell House is... A good morning. Maxwell House is... Good company. Good to the last job.
0: Natural House, coffee you can count on. Always smells good, always tastes good, always good to the last drop. That's Natural
3: House is. good coffee. Good to the last drop, That's Natural House.
0: <laughs> Chicago, St. Louis, Miami, Seattle. Our biggest cities are sending out cries for more VISTA volunteers. VISTA means volunteers in service to America. VISTA volunteers work with groups of inner-city residents to tackle the many urban problems that can't be solved alone. By working together with local leaders, entire neighborhoods can be restored. Job training centers can be created. Educational programs, health, and legal services can be expanded to reach all who need them. VISTA means working through the democratic process. This is the advice that can be followed with profit by both athletes and roulette players. Yes, sometimes the mouth works quicker than the mind. And we all know the hand can be faster than the eye. And therefore, since lightning outpaces thunder, by the time you hear the crash, the flash has already done its job.
1: That's right. For obvious reasons, I can't give you a job in my office. Oh, that's all right. I understand. Uh, but I do know people. Um, tell me, what can you do? I'm a first-class confidence operator. I uh, beg your pardon? I'm a good hustler. I know how to work a scheme. Under certain highly specialized conditions, I'll use a gun. Now, just a minute. It, is that the kind of job you're looking for? Well, that's the only kind of jobs I'm qualified for. <laughs> One or both of us must be laboring under a misapprehension. Well, that isn't me. Norman, I distinctly heard you tell your sister you're a changed person. Well, that's true. You said you had reformed. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I distinctly remember. I said no. I was all through with the stupid stuff. And from now on, things are going to be different. But you seem to have no intention of changing your ways. Oh, I do. From now on, the stupid stuff is out. I've been in and out of jail most of my life. And do you know for what? Peanuts. Coffee and cake. You know what I learned? Obviously, not very much. No, no. I learned a very basic lesson. If a man steals a whole country, he goes down in history as a hero. If he steals $10 from somebody's wallet... He becomes a common thief in a jailbird. I do not see the relevance. (laughs) When it comes to stealing, the bigger the prize, the better the chance of getting away with it. If this is your attitude, I don't know what there is for us to talk about. Personally, I'd like to steal a million dollars. A million dollars? It's a nice round, sum. I'm a busy man. Uh, You must excuse me. Wouldn't you like to steal a million dollars? I, sir, am not a thief. Why do you say that? I don't know why I sit here and prolong this nonsense. No, no, no. Just tell me why you think you're not a thief. Putting it as plainly as I know how, I can be trusted with other people's money. I don't think so. Uh, Your opinion is of no consequence. Now, sir, if you will please... The reason I say that... Is because you can't be trusted with other people's affections. Your wife's, for example. If you don't leave my office at once, immediately, I'm going to have you thrown out. Well, now, just think this over. You have a couple of branch offices. You're always sending cash and securities from here to there. Some of them can amount to a lot of money. You could tip me off when a shipment is on the way. And who the messenger is, and I... Well, I could relieve him of his burden and we would split how dare you dare what's there to dare you're in or you're out get out of here well, you know where to reach me i said get out on second thought cash could be traced and besides a million bucks in cash might need an armored car did you hear what i just said negotiable bonds you know bearer bonds you could get about a million bucks worth in an attaché case, couldn't you? Do you want me to throw you out of here? Oh, no, 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 I'm leaving. But you know where to reach me. Just ask Willie.
2: What did you say to him? I never heard a man rave like that in my life.
1: I gave him the proposition. I told you he wouldn't go for it. Oh, he went for it. Are
2: you crazy? Five seconds and he would have thrown you
1: out the window. Now, Willie, let me tell you what's happening. It's churning and turning and burning around inside his brain. Oh, come off it, Norman. Oh, he sees a chance to get away with half a million. But he's
2: rich. Why should
1: he steal? You think only poor people steal?
2: He has all the money he could ever need.
1: Stealing is something you do because you're a thief in your heart. Hey, I ought to know. <laughs> And behind that dignified, white-haired front is a guy who's basically a hustler. But he doesn't need the money. Sure he does. A half a million, tax-free, that he doesn't have to account for. (laughs) And by this time, he's anxious to do it. He can taste it. Uh, That's your boy now. Answer it. Hello?
2: Hi. Hi. I'm not here. Is your brother around? Give him the virtuous bit. Look, uh, the less you have to do with that no good brother of mine, the better
1: I'll like it. I think I have a job for him.
2: Oh, don't bother.
1: Now, darling, darling, please. We do have to give him a chance, don't we? Uh, tell him I'd like to see him. Uh, Miss Dayton, no calls. I don't want to be interrupted for the next half hour. We don't need a half hour, Mr. Wentworth. How soon can we put this plan into operation? I knew you'd like it. We don't have to discuss anything other than the operational facts. Well, when can you have something worthwhile? I have about $800,000 worth of highly negotiable bonds that I can send to my downtown branch. Uh-huh. And, and how do you do it? One of my employees here is my confidential messenger. And he just takes the stuff? That's right. How come nobody ever jumped him? <laughs> because nobody has any reason to suspect what he carries. Only my downtown associate and I are aware of the transfer. Uh, tell me, how does he go? By taxicab. Okay. Okay. Tip me off exactly when he's due to leave. And I'll have a friend of mine in a hack in front of the building. We'll do the rest. Sounds good. What can go wrong? A 50-50 split for you sounds like a great deal. Well, I'm taking all the risk, right? The thing goes sour, and you're still in the clear. Where do we meet to settle our accounts? Uh, Willie's apartment. When is the best time for the activity? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock tomorrow morning. By that time, the morning traffic jam is over. The streets will be clear. I'll point the man out to you. You'll be carrying a black leather attaché case. with 800,000 in vines. right. Okay, partner. How do I look? Well, you ought to cut your hair, Willie.
3: Plenty of
2: cab drivers have long
3: hair.
1: Don't wear makeup. Dress in denims. A messenger won't know if you're a girl or a boy. Do you know him? Yeah, until he gave me a good look at it.
2: How much time do we have?
1: Uh we better get going right now.
2: Listen, Army. It's the first time since I've known you that you're using a gun.
1: I'm not using it, just carrying it. But,
2: Normie, if something goes wrong...
1: Come on, baby. Positive thinking here, positive thinking. Please, please, please don't for any reason fire that thing. The gun is for show and tell. It isn't even loaded. Miss Dayton, have Snelling come in here, please. Thank you. What's that? My wife's on the phone. Um, tell her... uh... I'm rather busy right now, and that uh, I'll call her as soon as I get a chance. Ah, Snelling. Yes, sir. The bonds you brought in from the vault yesterday, they're ready. Very good, sir. They're in this attaché case, and they're needed downtown right away. I understand, sir. It's ten o'clock. Can you leave now? I don't know why not.
3: Taxi? Oh, I didn't know you had someone in the cab here.
1: Hop in, pal. We're waiting for you. What's the idea? You know what the idea is. Now just come in quietly, and you won't get hurt. Look, I you can't get away don't with. Be nervous. This gun isn't going to go off unless you make it. You have such a sweat about Hey, It isn't your money. Please, don't you. No, no, come on, just put that nice that uh, shake case on the front seat next to the nice young man driving. That's it. And now, we're going to slow down at the corner. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to open the door and hop out. Here. Yeah. Now, now, open the door. Out you go, pal. Okay, Willie, Around the corner. We'll dump the cab and get
3: into
1: our car. Okay, relax. Keep it down, Willie. We're in the clear. Let's not get picked up for speeding. I want to turn on the radio. Head for the throughway. The
2: throughway? Are we going to the apartment? What for? Or are we supposed to meet Wentworth there and give him his, his cut?
1: What for?
3: Well, <sighs> yes. Now that you mentioned it, what for indeed?
1: 800,000 in and lovely negotiable bonds, and it's all ours. Ladies
3: and gentlemen, we interrupt for a news bulletin. There has been a spectacular holdup messenger for the brokerage firm of
1: Wentworth and Company has just been robbed of a black attaché case with a million dollars in bonds inside. More details as soon as we get them. A million bucks? Either they exaggerate or we did better than expected. Let's open this thing up and count it. And let's see. Hey, Willie. Willie. What is it? Inside the attaché case. There are no bonds here. Look out. Paper, just just sheets of paper. Wait wait a minute. Something's written down here. One good turn deserves another. Isn't it a dilly?
3: He wrote that.
1: He was wise to it all the time. flew down as soon as I got your cable. What are you doing here in Brazil? I Maybe in South America.
2: Enjoying the beautiful scenery,
1: the comfort. <laughs> Isn't it lush? Well, Dilly is tearing his hair out. He, he never thought you'd ever run out on him. Dilly takes things for granted sometimes. Well, for, for a moment, I, I was afraid you'd run out on me, too. darling, oh, never. But you told me you were broke, kindly.
2: How can you afford it? I have plenty of money now. Oh, where and where did you get it? I found it. You found it? Do you remember the day Dilly's messenger was held up? Oh, yes. That morning, I found a black attache case on the desk in Dilly's room. I'd never seen it before, so I called Dilly at the office to ask him about it. But I couldn't get through. The next thing I heard was a news bulletin on the radio announcing a hold up. It said something about a black attaché case filled with bearer bonds. Mm. I don't know what possessed me. I just opened the attaché case and there they were. The bonds. Oh,
1: how did they get
2: there? I really don't know. Although... No, I, 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 I shouldn't say this. Well, why not? It's entirely possible that Dilly staged the holdup. What are you saying? He arranged to have someone take the accashe case from poor Snelling at gunpoint.
1: What if the case was stolen from Snelling? How could it be in the house? That puzzled
2: me.
3: Then
1: I figured there might be
2: two cases. Dilly had filled one with the bonds the night before and brought it home. Then he gave an empty one to Snelling.
1: And so the robbers got nothing for the pigs.
2: Uh, but do you really believe me? Dilly
1: could be a thief.
2: Why not? He stole my affection. Why shouldn't he steal money? But darling,
1: you stole the money from him. Precious.
2: It was my money. He borrowed almost a million from me when we were married. I was only getting some of my own.
0: Is the sweetest thing a woman, or a man for that matter, can do. Get some of your own back. And the longer you wait, the better it tastes. I'll have another tasty tidbit for you, and you won't have to wait too long for it either. It's the
3: right to make some more fun. up everything under the sun.
0: I use strong heavy duty Reynolds wrap. I line the grill with it. Seems to make charcoal heat spread evenly. And it beats all for cooking potatoes and corn and for juicy grilled chicken. When you wrap in Reynolds wrap, you zip through barbecue cooking. Easy. Reynolds wrap. Use heavy duty
3: Reynolds wrap.
0: Discover the Dermasoft formula for hard, callous skin. Apply Dermasoft cream to feet, hands, and elbows as directed. Dermasoft gives you the same callous-removing ingredient that doctors use most. Now you can soften and remove hard, callous skin without painful cutting or scraping.
1: Dermasoft cream. Dermasoft.
2: Laxatives work in different ways.
0: X-Lax pills gently stimulate your system's own natural rhythm. That's the difference. X-Lax pills, for occasional use only as directed. Fellow Americans,
3: if you're still shopping here and there and everywhere for shoes, hold it right where you are. Put your feet together, stop running around. Just step around a kidney and you cover the ground. Anywhere you want to go, head your feet in our direction. Kitty's got it all. Oh! to contact